Hey everybody, it's your girl Charlotte Lynn Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Grassboro, New Jersey, right here on BlackTitRadio.com, baby. How are y'all doing? What's up? How was your week? How did your week um, turn out for you? As usual, mine is good. You know, I uh, keep saying that 58 is hitting different. <laughs> it seemed like to me that you know, every day when I wake up or, you know, just more often than usual, it's like, oh, what is that? You know, my knee feels weird or, you know, something like that on my back is hurting a little bit. Uh, but that's okay because I'm not giving into that. The devil is a lie. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that's the truth right now. I have committed to working out. And, um, you know, that was one of the things that I said I was going to do when I got to Panama was I was going to commit more time to working out. And so I'm really busy now, but I am taking that time out in the morning to work out with my um, neighbors, Delana and Draco. Thank you to everybody that came and worked out with us on the first day of summer. That was super, super, super good. We're going to have to do that again. So for those that don't know, um, Draco is a fitness trainer and we have classes with him and people joined the class online and we opened it up and did a live for the first day of summer to encourage our sisters and brothers in the states to get moving on the first day of summer and it was just super 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 good so you know i mean the more that i do the more that i realize i have to do to keep up with this life and i'm loving this life and i want to keep going baby so um it's just what i'm gonna have to do i'm just gonna have to make it do what it do so anyway, um, I have some guests for you to meet today, and what we have is um, we have some guests, and they live in Coronado. They live in Coronado, and they absolutely love it um, being down at the beach. I tell you, in Panama, your house can be like right on the beach um, because there's no like real you know, uh, hurricane threats and things like that. But um, they live right on the beach and they are absolutely in love. They're relatively new to Panama. They've been here for less than a year, way less than a year. Um, I think they came in December. Uh, but they are also, they are a couple that is in, in a gay marriage. And so in addition to the um perspective that they have the transition uh, information that they give talking about their journey they get to talk about that perspective as well you know what it's like what is like how they made the choice um to come to uh, panama so it's always interesting to hear different perspectives and um to learn different things from individuals so i'm not gonna sit and chit and chit chat and smile uh, because we have a lot to talk about, a lot to get to today. So I'm going to go ahead and um, get them on the line. So y'all know the drill. Just hang in there with me for a second, and we'll be right back. This is Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Glassboro, New Jersey, right here BlacksonRadio.com. Hang on a second, y'all. And here we are. Hello, we are here with Dia and LaShawn Evans. Hey. How y'all doing? Y'all like extra all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we are very okay. well. Have you? Thank you so much for being on the show. 
and um, taking some time out to spend with me. So I've, I've introduced you to the audience. Now, I just want you guys to introduce yourselves to us. Tell us, you know, where you're from, how y'all, I love to find out how people decided to move to Panama as a couple. Just, just tell us some stuff about you, and then I'll get all into your business after that. Well, we're Dina and LaShawn Evans. My government name is Dina, but <laughs> I like Dia. Um, I could tell you how we got into that too. But anyway, that's another time. <laughs> um, we're from Fort Worth, Texas. Hmm. We met in Dallas, Texas. Uh, she's from Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. And I'm I was born in Gulfport, but I was raised in New Orleans. Wow. So um, you were raised in New Orleans. Yes. Okay, so when did you go to Texas? Did you grow up um, there or you went there as an adult? We we went there when I was about 12 years old. Wow. We, we went back and forth. Okay. I, I was getting in some trouble, so. Aha. Uh -huh. they, 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 they had to take you to grandma's or yeah, somebody else to go get away. you together. <laughs> far away huh yeah. <laughs> yeah you sound like me well i i think that i think that it must have worked because you are a previous law enforcement so yes. you did something right they kept your tail from getting a felon yes i mean you I know was... <laughs> i know I, look look me too <laughs> <laughs> they still wouldn't accept me and listen i tried to be a radio dispatch they was like girl uh, no, they was asking about, I'm sorry, I'm getting all off the subject, but let me just tell y'all real fast. They was asking about drug use and they said, had you ever used cocaine? And I said, yes. And so I had passed all the other tests and they was trying to make this thing work. And they said, uh, so they brought me in the office, you did really good on the test, but you know, you said you, you used uh, cocaine. Was it, was it, um, uh, experimental or you know just you know recreational i said no we were in a solid relationship <laughs> ah! so i didn't get that job but i said i'm not gonna go around you know looking over my shoulder the whole time trying to lie on you know lie detector tests and stuff like that so anyway i digress so let's just get back let's get back to y'all okay so y'all okay. met in dallas Yes, ma'am. Okay. So tell me, uh, LaShawn, about you. You grew up in Texas from the beginning? No, I grew up in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a Dorothy Red Hills. I was going to say Dorothy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Dorothy and Toto place. That's right. <laughs> I don't play around. <laughs> I know. That's right. So when did y'all uh, meet? Uh, Fat Tuesday. Uh... 2018. Wow. 17. Oh, look, it's a lot of yeah. Dear. Dear. Come on now. But that's all right. So you met well, I my, my wedding date, so that should be I all. That's what she was thinking about. Yeah. I, I know, you know, I, I, do, I do the same thing. Me and my husband, we met in 93. We got married in 2000. And I get you know, I get sometimes uh, mixed up. Okay, so you guys tell me this. When you were growing up, 
did was there anybody in your families um, that traveled? Like, how did you end up wanting to travel or wanting to become um, expats? Um, um, in my family, the traveling that we did, you know, was the car we pack up. You put your white bread in the back, your fried chicken and your cookies up in the window <laughs> and you're traveling just, you know, to see other family in um, Louisiana and Texas, California. I didn't fly on a plane until I was about mm, 14 or somewhere around there. Wow. And, and I went to California then. But anything um, abroad, we we didn't do. No, no one that I knew other than an uncle that was in the military. Mm -hmm. Well, you know my story. The only people I knew that was traveled abroad was in Vietnam. Yeah. That's we, it. They were in Vietnam. What about you, dear? It was the same thing. Um, we went back and forth from Texas, New Orleans, Gulfport, Mississippi, and uh, until I was about 14. I was in Taekwondo and I went to Japan. I think we went there for about a week, but I don't remember much from it. Just wow. So you went there with your class? Yes, with my uh, Taekwondo class. Yes. Oh, that's, that's brown belt. That's pretty cool. So when did you when did you come to Panama and how did you decide on Panama? Well, I've been studying Panama for about 10 or 15 years. Actually, I was studying anywhere but the U.S. Um, being in law enforcement, um, I did some uh, special services, secret services, and I started learning some things that I didn't like um, that was going to be in the future. Mm -hmm. So um, I just started thinking about living abroad you know, what everybody else had, how to stretch my money further. Um, this is before I met Sean. Um, and then Panama popped up. Panama, Costa Rica, Guatemala, and the Philippines. And wow. I, narrowed, I narrowed it down to Panama and the Philippines. And then about seven, nine years ago, one of my coworkers lived here in Coronado. And he has been sending me pictures and emails back and forth about, you know, the, the ocean. And so I just decided, okay, I won't live in Coronado, but I'll live in Bocas. Bocas started drawing me. Okay. And then when we got married, she also wanted to live abroad. So I was like, cool. So we started looking at Bocas. So, so, okay, let me, let me hop back to Philippines for a minute. What was it that made Philippines attractive? I'm a water was, baby. How was it in the running? That doesn't normally come up. I, I'm a water baby. So they have a lot of cliffs and dive competitions. And I follow dive competitions. Yeah. And um, their water is, you know, when I looked at it online, it was blue and just beautiful. Um, what turned me away from it was snakes. I don't like snakes. Oh, I don't like a lot of snakes. Girl. It was a lot of them. Silly. But <laughs> yes, they have a lot of sea snakes. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that kind of kills the whole uh, diving thing. You said they have diving too? They, they have, have a lot of diving. A lot of, of quick jumping. 
And I'm not trying to meet any snakes in the water. Wow. But you said the water is beautiful. Water is fantastic. Wow. What's we have the a lot of wonderful caves and dive sites. So, but I'm. You adventurous. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Lashawn said, yeah. How about you, LaShawn? Are you adventurous? Um, I always say I will do almost anything once. Mm -hmm. And after that, if I love it, I'm going to keep doing it. I didn't learn how to swim until, <laughs> until my age here. I was, what, 40, 45? About 45-ish. She taught me how to swim. Wow. She talked about, I had only been on one cruise in my adult time. Mm -hmm. So when we got together, she talked about going on cruises and doing this and doing that and snorkeling. I was like, hmm, I've always wanted to do that, but I never learned how to swim. And, um, and it wasn't because the hair I had, <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I never learned how. So she taught me how to swim and I was so excited. We videoed it, sent it to the grandkids and I felt so empowered. So ever since then, I've been jumping in the water with this woman. We've been snorkeling. I've jumped, in, um, dived in off a cliff in Aruba and for the first time. And I, I've drunk a lot of That's water. That's love, baby. That's love. Look, dear, dear. I have, and I'm still enjoying it. But I tell everybody, I can tell you pretty much what every place their water, if it's too salty or need more salt, I've tasted everything. Wow. Oh, I love that. Hey. I wish I could be that way. Her first, uh, the swimming is to learn how to, I wanted her to come out and snorkel with me mm -hmm. and then later on dive with me. So her first snorkeling trip was in the Bahamas and uh, <laughs> she was just very salty. Holding all on to me. And we're backing up from the boat and the guy's telling her, you know, let go, let go. It's okay. It's, you know, it's a bunch of us around and she wouldn't do it. So I'm like trying to show, her, okay, babe, look at the, look at the fish. And, you know, we're further, further away from the boat. And then they blew the whistle for everybody to go back to the boat. This girl was like Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Me and started swimming back to the boat. And the guy's like, she can swim. I like, I told you. <laughs> So you gone. wasn't comfortable with the snorkeling thing? Not yet. That was my first time, and they made me jump in the water, and I had never done that other than wow. in the pool. <laughs> so it was wow. different. And I still, you know, I still have my scary times. I get nervous, but I get over it. But like she said, yeah, when they say it's time to go, I'm the first one there. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Fast. Wow, that's it. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I just feel like there's certain um, environments that belong to other other things, and I feel like I'm an invader, so I don't do the jungle, okay? I don't do water. I don't do not even a deep forest. I don't know. I stay on the concrete. <laughs> I'm in the concrete jungle. That that is about it. So I'm I'm curious. So you came to Panama. You both came to Panama. Um, you are in a gay marriage, and so how how did did that did that have any a focus or bearing or where you lived? Did you research the the circumstances in other countries, and you know, did you find a Panama to be friendly? Um, 
In the U.S., we're married, like you said. Uh, we got married April the 25th, 2008, and it's been great. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Ah, what? What's going on? 18. 18. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's move along. <laughs> I love you. Uh, so, um, been in Texas. Um, people think it's rough, but it really isn't. They're... You know what Texas is about? If you're loud, you're proud, and they want to bring your fire down. They don't want you loud and proud, whether you're black or or uh, LGBT or anything. So we they just, don't discriminate. Just keep it down. Yeah, just keep it down. <laughs> you know, you don't draw any attention. You're good. So when we got married, everything was great. In Dallas, it's great. You go outside of Dallas or Austin or Houston, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and also in my uh, my job, it really wasn't. I wasn't out until the last five years of my job. So um, it's kind was of that a problem? Do you feel oh, in yeah. law enforcement? It was. Yeah, that still is. Okay. So, but we're getting better. Everybody's getting better. Mm -hmm. um, we researched every country. And we knew that Panama did not recognize same sex. You can adopt a child, you know, a couple can adopt a child and do other things, but you could not get married. Mm -hmm. So we knew that was going to be. Oh, so, okay. So you can adopt as a same sex couple. Yes. You can adopt, but they won't allow marriage. Right. But they're very, very, very heavy into Catholicism here. Yeah. Yes. But okay, well, I didn't know. Here. I didn't know that. That's good information. Because well, we you, got it here was in the United States before you could adopt there. Right. Like, yeah. It hasn't even been that long. I don't think. Yeah. No, it hasn't. So okay, so go ahead. So when we got here, um, we were told the first uh, gay person we ran into was Panama City. We went to a club. I can't even remember the club. I think it was Envy. Mm -hmm. Um. They told us, hey, the Pope sent out a message saying, as long as you are a good citizen, basically, uh, you take care of people, you love people, you don't harm people, he doesn't care what you are. And this was from a Catholic person, you know? So we're like, okay, cool. They should be better here. And everybody, we haven't had any issues at all. Um, the only issue, I take that back, the only issue we had was one American, from okay. Kentucky, <laughs> white male. We were in Bocas. We were in Bocas mm -hmm. and for New Year's, and he got drunk enough. I was going to say, he got drunk. I'm about to tell you the story. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> he got drunk enough to tell me that my wife turned him on, and that's not his words. That's not the words he used. Wow. And that um, we need to be careful, you know, that this was a Catholic country, and they were going to, you know, we we'll be in danger, but that wasn't the case. We talked to the locals. They were mad because he said what he said. Yeah. You know, they were like, he needs to go back to Kentucky with that, yeah. that attitude. So no one here has treated us. In Coronado. Any, yeah. Coronado. Uh, Anywhere Bocas, here in Panama. Panama. City. In Panama, we haven't had any issues. Wow. So in in, in your, all your travels. That's, that's, yeah. that's what's up. That's cool. So tell me, how did you, so then you landed in, you landed in Panama. 
How did you find, you said you went to a gay, a gay bar. How did you find that? The waiter, oh, yeah. one of the uh, guys that was waiting on us at, at the, the hotel. hotel we were in, uh, he said, uh, here's his number, here's his club. You know, he's trying to do everything secretly. Yeah. And so we went out. We didn't meet him, but we met other people. I guess he didn't, you know, show up, but we had a ball. Great time. Wow. So is it, were there a lot of expats or foreigners in there? Was it mostly like Panamanians? Because, you know, Panama has had quite a history with homosexuality. Well, that particular club, there was more um, of the guys than it was females. Okay. You know, um, but there were a lot of English speaking. Yeah, people. It, was, it was a we mixture. Didn't have an issue at all? I think it was a mixture. Language. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, they used to they used to abuse and um, attack um, mm -hmm. like gay men. You know, they were very, very. You know, sometimes in Latin countries, they machismo. You yeah. know, things. So it's it's come. You know, I remember having a comment. They were having a conversation about it on the page one one day. And only reason I know that is because my husband is Panamanian and he's sixty seven. So you know, he's been around for a long time. But I mean, it's good to know that you know they have evolved. You know, mm -hmm. they have evolved to the level in which they they have. You know, we can all do better. But you know that you feel comfortable here. I think is 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 a testament mm -hmm. um and so tell me so when you went so your friend at work lived in coronado and you you just knew you were going to want to live here no or we we have been on the road since i retired in 2020. okay we're on ahead at the same time and that seemed to be the perfect time for us to travel because everything was open all the touristy places were open. They just, you know, it'd just be she and I walking around <laughs> looking it, at things. Yeah. It so was we hit, right? Yeah. We hit the road and we ended up in Florida for three months. Mm -hmm. And then we did the civil rights tour back to Texas. Right. Took uh -huh. a break. And then we came here for 90 days. Well, even before that, we went to Aruba for your birthday. Yeah. And we thought that would be a great place, but it was too expensive. <laughs> But it was it was like beautiful. Friendly, man. I did not find them friendly. Oh, they're really? great! Wow, really? No, I I didn't. When you know, and it's, you, you go on these ships, and you have a taste of different places. That's what I call like a taste of Aruba, a taste of Belize, and things like yeah. that. Well, Aruba left a bad taste in my mouth. And you know what they say about first impressions. Yeah. Um, and I've never wanted to go back. Interestingly enough, I've I've just never wanted to go back. But you liked it, but you liked it, but it was expensive. Yes, yeah. it was not enough green grass yeah. for me. No, <laughs> okay. everything was deadly. Yeah. So, so when you were traveling and going to these different places, were you going with the intention of checking it out? Um, you know, having a good time and like looking at possible relocation. Yes, everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just free. We felt free, yeah. especially me, you know, being away from the department and not having to check in. You know? Give us free. Yes. Give us free. Yes. It's, and it's, it was great yeah. to have her be relaxed, you know, and we can do yes. these things. And then, you know, kids are grown, you know, so we don't have anyone but us. So we hit a lot of places. Um, 
there was places we wanted to go back to, but like we say, it might've been the cost or just certain things about it. We knew what we were looking for. Yeah. And at first, like she said, we went to Bocas. We were in the city, Panama city for what about two weeks? About a week. About a week. We couldn't anymore. take it. So <laughs> it was too much, too much. Yeah. And <laughs> then we went to Bocas and yeah, for a month, we were there for a month and that was too long. And they have a lot. A month was it. too long. Yes, we had a great time, and it was New yes. Year. Had a great but it wasn't time. stuff you you couldn't see yourself living there. We thought we did, but yeah, once we stayed there a little longer, yeah. no, that yeah. was our focus at the beginning. But no, yeah, no, 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 no. Why was it too party? No, did you find no. focus to be like party? Like, yes, it is. It's it a is party, party area, but those mosquitoes and no seams or whatever they call them. Ooh, baby. Oh them them oh them sand yeah. them sand flies that eat you. Yes. Yeah. They're yes. Them sand yes. flies is running folk up out of <laughs> <laughs> it's like run. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. So I need to go to Bocas and I need did y'all go to Boquete? Yes, we went to Boquete a couple of days and then we didn't really like that, so we didn't stay. Did you not like it because of the weather or what was it about it? Well, we're trying to get to the beach. Yeah, we just wanted to see the mountains, see the yes. cooler climate. Um, people were kind of not friendly. They were not friendly at all. Yeah, I'm not. That doesn't that doesn't really surprise me. So yeah. you landed in Coronado. Now, yeah. when you went to when you when you went to Coronado, did you just do an Airbnb first, or how did you end up staying? Yes, we did three weeks in Airbnb, uh, Solarium, Coronado okay. Solarium, right there on the beach. Um, it was beautiful. So it's a, it's, I've never heard of the Solarium. Yeah, is, is, it, a, is, it a, is it a condo unit? Yeah, right next to Coronado Bay. Bay. Okay. So like together. Uh, Solarium I, I, is right on the beach. Never went there. I know we go to Coronado Bay and we go to the Gulf to the golf um, towers mm -hmm. over there where you see the golf. They're, they're very beautiful, very beautiful places, but some people yeah. just want to be closer to the water. They're more on the golf course. Yes, yes. <laughs> so coming from, so you went to the solarium, you stayed there for a little bit, and then it's like, so you were there, you, have, you were three weeks there? Yes. Yes. The, I'm going to tell this one. <laughs> <laughs> So we were there for three weeks. It's like, what, a studio? Yes. Okay. It worked for that time. But we had decided after being out here and meeting people that we wanted to make this our home. Mm -hmm. So then we were getting down to the wire of leaving the Last week. We had a week the, yeah, we had a week left. I mean, down to the wire. And we were like, we went out, we took tours to find, look around and find a different place, but nothing was giving us what we wanted. You know, it, it would give us one or just a little. We wanted all. Yes. We're going to be here. We want it all. You know, yes. you work hard. So we were down to what, a couple of days in that week. Mm -hmm. Nothing was happening. We couldn't find our spot. We were like, oh, wow, nothing was open. So then... We a friend of ours that we met here told us to get online for Coronado Bay. Got online, start looking, saw our apartment. A guy had just left out of nowhere. Um, we called, 
can we go see it? It was still a mess. We saw it. The windows were open. It was like, this is ours. She walked in. The guy was talking to her. It was it. I didn't hear him. Favorite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want this, this is ours. So here we are. Wow. We got it. You had and that nice ocean breeze coming in there. Yeah. You yeah. can hear it. Oh, 24-7. It is so beautiful. Wow. Our spot is so beautiful. So, okay, so what do you, when you were looking in different areas, like when you were in Bocas, did you explore what rents were like there that you would know, like, did you explore in any of the areas where you could compare rents from like Bocas, David, or Boquete to Coronado? We compared, well, we compared Bocas, Panama City, and Coronado. Okay. Um, what did you find? Bocas was cheap, but it's just so much you had to deal with. Like, it smells. There's trash everywhere. The beaches. You have to go out to get a clean beach. Um, the place where we wanted to stay, I can't think of the name of the island. starts with a C. Um, it's mostly where everybody that works in Bocas Town or Basamento Island, they live there. Okay. What was the sewage. smells? The smells, is it sewage? Sewage, yes. So, you know, because the uh, properties, you have, uh, what is it called? The deck, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. When you have to go up to it with your boat or a boat. And some of them have trash along there and there'll be houses there. But you don't want to get up or go to bed and every day you come home and that's what you see. So it doesn't matter if you clean it up because that's just what happens. That's just what they do. They just dirty it. Yeah. And the getting in and out of the boats. Yeah. I retired. Yes, because you got to take a boat everywhere. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, they uh -huh. it wasn't expensive. That doesn't sit well with me either. Well, I have a real fun. bad back. That's the reason why I, re yeah. I retired at 25 uh, years. So okay. getting in and out of those boats. I mean, I had to do a combat roll out, you know, yeah. just to get out. And bad knees, bad backs. And there's like the handicap spots. They will set a pole right in the middle. It's like nobody yeah. in a wheelchair could move around. If you're disabled wow. in in any kind of way, it's hard. Yeah, there were like ramps. There were not just like your typical wheelchair ramp. There was ramps straight up. <laughs> so, a broad yeah. ability, uh, Aisha Niang. She is mm -hmm. her. She has a YouTube channel called A Broad Ability, and she explores different areas in the world. Um, she has mobility issues and she spent some time in, in Bocas and mm -hmm. that's where she learned about getting on and off them boats. That's how she learned yeah. how to get on because they, you know, we use them here in the city or, you know, closer to go to islands, but have to do that all the time. I, I wouldn't yeah. be with it. Yes. Yeah. That was our main, that and the mosquitoes. Yeah. So that and the mosquitoes. And I learned from a reality show that my daughter was watching. I did not know this. That a lot of the places in, uh, or I, I don't know if it's a lot, some of the places in Boquete, no, I'm sorry, in Bocas, they don't, you can't flush. You can't flush the, the paper down the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, I forgot that, about that. Yes, indeed. We were like, oh, I said, baby. <laughs> I that's a that. deal breaker. I said, yeah, that's well. a deal breaker. When I, I can't live nowhere, I can't flush my toilet tissue. Okay, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. We and, had uh, fun there. We had a lot. We party. Yeah, you can party. Yeah, New Year's. Oh yeah, 
So it's not, it's not for you. It was nice to visit. It yes. was nice to visit. Yes. And we, we made a lot of friends there. We would love wow. to go back. I don't know how we're going to visit them because I don't really want to stay. We don't want to get ate up. Okay. I know. That's a shame. Look, y'all traumatized. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> The food but is great. Trees, yeah. They call them chick trees or something like that. They, I know people have gotten infection, you know, gotten yeah. infected from getting eaten so bad. And you don't know right. they're eating you until like the next day. Right. But I, I had my experience with them for the first time at uh, Playa Bonita here. Um, our daughter was remarried. They redid their vows on the beach. And, you know, I'm not usually at no beach around at sundown. But yes. they got us. And what made it so bad is that stuff itched probably for 10 days. Mm -hmm. It itched for like 10 days. So do you know like what the what the rent rages were? I can't remember. No. At, at first, originally then, we were looking for a house. We were going to buy. We were going to buy. So we weren't going to rent. But the one place that we did find that we were going to rent, did she ever give us a price? Um, she was looking for 800 to 1000 and okay. it was a house. It was a two-bedroom house, yeah. brand new. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I don't think their rent was too bad. It's just buying the property. I think it was. Was it the property yes, and it's a party built. city? Yeah. Everybody wants to be in Bogostown for the party. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that 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 probably somebody had told me they said, yeah, you know, living in Bocas is cute till you get tired of waking up to people pissing on your lawn. Yeah. You know, that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or just walking down the street, you guys, you got like the sewage going down the sidewalk, you know, and you want to walk. No laundromat. We get no our mask on. No what? No, it was a where well they no, wash it. They no. wash their clothes for you. Yes. Oh. They will wash the clothes. Like one place we stayed, there's a they wash the clothes across the street. It was a guy and um a guy washing washing clothes. the clothes and so the lady the house lady or whatever you want to call her she's like yeah you can take it across there they wash your clothes for a little nothing i mean yes it was, it was cheap, cheap but we are two women yeah i'm not giving him no, I'm, no, I'm funny about my dirty <laughs> okay i'm not i don't want nobody i don't want nobody touching my dirty clothes there you go dirty clothes to myself and i don't touch nobody else dirty clothes my daughter been doing her laundry since she was 10, baby. Listen, <laughs> I, and I don't do my husband's either. So, yeah, I can, I feel yeah. you. You know, it, those are kind of things that are good to know. Because people yeah. will see, like, you know, but you said you had to go a distance for the good beaches. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they have some, like, there was starfish. Yeah, but you have to catch a, you still got you to the catch boat. a boat, <laughs> yeah. ride a bike for an hour. Everybody, it's your girl Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, and I'm coming to you today 
to make sure that you know about our new Black Expats in Panama community platform. That's right, our BEAT community platform, or BCP. That can be found at blackexpatsinpanama.net. Just click on that link that says join the community. There you will find businesses, groups, as members, you'll be um, privy to events. You can have, you can sell things with the classified um, section. You'll get exclusive information offering and interviews. You get discounts on Black Expats in Panama meetups and tours and ITA global um, events as well and so much more so go over there check out the membership see which one is right for you and let us know if you have any questions thank you So y'all came on back. And yeah. then, of yeah. course, the city was probably the most expensive. Was it not? Yes, yes. but it was crowded. I I I have issue with crowd being yeah. a, in a crowd. So and we learned every honk has a purpose. Oh yeah. we we <laughs> sat on the corner of uh we had, we had some cafe on the corner watching the traffic just to see, get the feel of the city. Loud, everybody boop, 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 you know, yeah. and hitting each other. And like, now, yeah, there's a honk for okay. everything. There's a honk for you to call street. There's a honk for you to just wait because I'm coming. There's a honk for everything. You <laughs> know, I, didn't realize, I didn't realize the honks had meetings, but let me tell you something it is so much better than it used to be. It used oh. to be a constant a constant mirage of horns blowing here. And the only thing is like, I swear people that are driving in Panama, they wait and they look and they wait for that light to get ready to turn green and they start honking their horn. Yes. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing. So I, you're, you're right. The thing about living downtown Panama is that Panama City is truly a city. You know, yes. it is a city. And um, the, the thing about it, what I've, find a lot of our clients are very drawn to is the views you know definitely the views because in the high rises especially on like avenida barboa in places like that where you get the ocean in the day and the city lines at night very beautiful views downtown very very beautiful views so i mean y'all listen y'all my radio audience y'all can't see these uh women but they are looking at me you, you'll see them when i put it on youtube but they looking at me like okay girl <laughs> this view right here this view 
Okay, so here. <laughs> I made it out to Coronado. So what were the rents like there? You know, when you found your place, was it reasonable? You know, did you find uh your did you move to your place during the high season, which makes a difference, especially with those beach properties, or was it right. like was it summer or was it a rainy season? We found it early February, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm. Um and it was, I guess people were, it was still a lot of people here. Mm -hmm. And um, matter of fact, when we found That's it, summer. Yes. Summer, yeah. Mm -hmm. when we found it, they only had one available. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a high, that's the high time. That's yes. the high time for rentals uh, down there. Right now they have a situation where there's, there's so many people in long-term rentals yeah. that people that are looking for short-term rentals and rentals, period in Coronado um, are coming up, you know, it's a little bit competitive. Um, and then also in the city, I was told that um, whereas typically they have about 25% of rentals, they're down to like 5%. So these real estate trends are happening not only domestically, but, you know, abroad as well. So, okay, so you moved in there. Would you mind telling us the range of the rents at that time? Was right, uh, 11 to 14 is what everybody 11, was asking. 11 to 14 for two bedroom or one? We have one bedroom, okay. And, and the, the side that everybody wants is the east side, uh huh. East side, yes, because you got the mountains <laughs> and you got the beach, the ocean, you can't beat it. <laughs> yeah. East side, you see the ocean a lot more than the west yes. side. Okay. And, and the mountains. In Coronado, they have beautiful views too. You can see the um, the mountains and the water. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, yes. So, okay. So, tell me about that water, especially knowing how much you love the the water in Philippines. <sighs> this water, <laughs> we haven't yet been like into it too far. That's my goal is to get you know, put my snorkel gear on or put my dive gear on and go and see. Um, we have not yet um, done any tours. Uh, Bocas we did. We snorkeled and we dived. No, we didn't dive there. Yeah, we snorkeled in Bocas, but I want to here. So we have not gotten into, we had to go back to the U.S. for about a month and a half and we've been back a month. So we really need to get, get going. We've been in the water, but not way out there. So that's yeah. what we're looking forward to. The water, I love it. The um, the waves are fun. Uh, we got wiped out a couple of times, which I just laugh. <laughs> um, everybody on the beach laughed. Too. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> because we have that sand, that, that black sand that black with the little, oh, look like diamonds in it. It is gorgeous. Everything wow. is gorgeous. You know, so it's really. It, it is. It's very unique. It's, yeah. very, it's, it's very unique. Now, I do have a friend that was living there, and she said the waves gave her anxiety. Oh, she cool. left her lease early. She said the waves were just so loud at night that it gave her anxiety. Oh, that's good sleep for us. Yes. I, I mean, I, I, I would think so, but for her, she said, and, and that's, you know, that was an interesting perspective. It's always, like, you know, just good to hear you know, different, different aspects. Um, now with regard to, um, 
like the 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 gay the gay community you don't you haven't met a lot of people here no we have we met one young lady uh laura k she's mm -hmm. she lives in the solarium mm -hmm. um she is the one who told us about the gay uh the lesbo fest in panama city and the yes the i was i didn't know they had that season. yes it was uh june the 4th at the w panama okay it was outstanding, except for um, we didn't understand what they were saying. Mm -hmm. We're still learning Spanish. Um, and if they'd had like uh, something on screen that, you know, told us what it was in English, it would have been a lot better. But they had yeah. a lot of marketing going on. We bought some stuff. It was pretty good. Yes. Well, being in Coronado, you don't really need Spanish a lot, do you? No, but we want to know the language. Yeah. I think it's uh, in order to respect the country that you're living in. I you need agree. To know, you need to know the language they're speaking. Right. You know, and we want to, so we're we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> we're working on it. And it's it's just it's just um it just opens up so many doors too. Yes, you know, like being able to watch the news and know what the hell is going on is important. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and then also. You know, you'll meet people. I meet people, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more open, and I'm communicating better with people now. But I just can remember when I was like zero on my Spanish, thinking she seems like a really cool chick. If I could talk to her, we would probably right. get along well. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, you you miss out on opportunities for friendships, yes, and relationships and opportunities. Yeah, you know? they want to tell you stuff. They want to show you stuff, but if they yeah. can't communicate yeah. to you, hard. Kind of it is. It, it is. It is definitely hard. No. But what I've noticed too is when they, when the locals notice you're trying, they help you. Yeah. And every time, like our local store here, every time we go, um, he speaks Spanish to us, trying to give us a lesson, and we speak English to him. <laughs> Because I always tell him, don't tell me, don't tell me, say yes. it in Spanish so I can remember, you know. And so he'll do that with us. And we've noticed that with others. If they know that you're trying, yes. they, they are very helpful and very pleasant. So mm -hmm. we we haven't had any, we've had nothing but love in doing that because awesome. we are trying. Yes. I I, uh, I exercise with my neighbors and they don't speak, you know, they don't speak that much English. Mm -hmm. And um the instructor, um, Draco, I mean, he is just showing out. I mean, he every time we have a class, he got more and more English. He's like, come on, come on. <laughs> that was his thing last time. I said, okay, Draco. His new word is, kept saying, come on, come on. But it's just funny because, you know, he'll say something and he'll say, look up, Charlotte, Charlotte. You know, they say Charlotte here. Look up, Charlotte, and I say arriba, you know, like which is up in, in, yeah. in Spanish, and it's really helping. And I think it's it's rewarding and it's exciting. And I think that over once you get over a certain age, to be able to be using those brain cells again, yeah, you know, yes. it's a good thing. It's a good thing. One yeah. thing we didn't discuss is your your children. Um, so before we go, we definitely have to talk about that. So y'all got children and grandchildren. Yes. yes. Okay. 
We have three, two boys and a girl. Okay. Um, children. Yes, children, excuse me. Mm -hmm. They are in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, what else? We have four five. or five grandchildren. Yeah, huh. five grandchildren. Grandbabies. Yes, yes, yes. How did they feel about y'all leaving? When y'all just said, well, y'all just took off. You was like, okay, well, we out. <laughs> Look, we're leaving. <laughs> I think the grandkids, they see it more as like, look, there's somewhere else we can go without mom or without dad, you know, because when we were in Texas for summers, we would get them and they would spend the summer with us. So right now they look at it like, okay. We get to go somewhere new and get they the water. Passports. They're yeah. Like, when are we going to get our passports? Yeah, they're like, Mom, That's you know. So. <laughs> Did they get the passports yet? They're working, working on them. Okay, good. If they yeah, take we, too long, y'all get them for them. Get yeah, them for we put the. Definitely. Get them for birth. I'm serious. You yes. know, uh, I love what we're doing because we are creating legacy. And even as we come to these other countries and explore where we want to live and what we want to do, it's just not what we have been doing. And so wow. even with us, with doing the tours here, people want to tell us how to do what we do. Listen, we cater to the Black audience. And you have others who have been going to international, their grandparents, their great-grandparents, their mother and father have gone to international spaces and brought up you know, cheap property or like inexpensive. They've been doing this forever. They've been doing this for generations. And I think that this is really the first generation in recent, you know, times that we're doing this at, on a big scale. And so it's encouraging for our, I want our kids to see yes. us doing this. I want them because they will do even greater things. Yes. You know, so, um, as we get ready, or do y'all drive in the city? Do y'all drive? I'm not no. driving nowhere. No, we <laughs> we bought a uh, Kawasaki Mule, so we're yes. driving around Coronado. But no, we there's cabs. We'll do cabs. They're cheap. <laughs> so, but you but you have a car for when you want no. one, or you got rid we of have it. a mule. A mule. What's a mule? I thought it was a brand, child. You know they have different <laughs> model names. I was like, okay. Cal oh, Kawasaki is a bike. Yeah, yeah like a four by four. A T V. At least you didn't think it was a four-legged animal like most people. <laughs> <laughs> Info. Wow. Like, really? Y'all went down there and bought a mule? <laughs> anyway. I yeah. So then y'all, okay, so y'all, y'all take cabs and you haven't had any issues because y'all don't have Uber down there yet. No. Which I, I have an Uber, Uber stories to tell, but I, I'll, I'll let that be. So you just take cabs. Yes. And the community is very tight. So, yes. you know, people start to have friends who have cars and they like, hey girl, I'm going down the street, you know, because y'all not far from, you know, the things that you need, but it's, yeah. it's just down the street to the main road, right? right? And so people ride with each other and stuff like mm -hmm. that. One thing I can say about Coronado is that the it's a very tight knit community. Yes. And that's how I found about found out about y'all. You know, Dia is shy, but I heard she is the boss DJ baby. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. I heard about you. 
You all modest and everything. Not uh, because Lashawn said not uh, no, because she got that. Lashawn, right. my baby is doing great, <laughs> and she's doing great at MCN as well. So, oh wow, that's great. That so is we're having fun. Yes, I want to get y'all out to the city and have you come on the Caribbean um day, the at least the cultural Caribbean day. Y'all will love it. Especially if you love the water. Yeah, I ain't gonna be y'all been over to the Caribbean side already though, right? With the, as far as Cologne. No, we have not. I haven't been to Cologne. Okay. Been gonna gonna you gotta come with us, see the black culture of Cologne and understand it and enjoy those beautiful beaches over there and everything. So um in parting you know, please do, you know, give us any last minute words of wisdom that you want to tell to um, people moving here or to other people in gay marriages that might be considering um, Pan Panama, um, you know, whatever advice you want to give us. And, and let me just say this too. When I first met LaShawn in person and face-to-face -face the other day, she had hair. So, Y'all can't see her today, but she doesn't have hair and she looks amazing. And when I Thank saw her, I was thinking, yeah. myself, was your hair cut that short before? And I'm thinking, well, I ain't going to say nothing because maybe it was a wig. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. But LaShawn, you know, they will see you. So tell us before then why, you know, tell us about your hairdo today. You look very beautiful, by the way. Thank you very much. I have a best friend of almost 35 years back in Kansas. Um, we just found out she has cancer about a month ago. A month ago. She started taking her medications um, chemo. for her chemo and her radiation. She sent me a picture yesterday morning, if I remember correctly. And she said, sissy, it's gone. And her, I, hair. her hair was gone. And I had told my wife, we had talked about it when she told us she was sick that I said, you know, if my sissy loses her hair, I want to shave my hair off because I want, I can't be there, but I want her to know that I'm always wow. there no matter where I'm at. Wow. So we videoed it last night when we sat right here and we videoed my wife shaved my head. We sent it to my best friend, Lori Hernandez, mm. and we're Twinkies now. Wow. <laughs> Once again. You still have the picture up? See if you can see the picture. It the, looks, the one that Dia shows you or yes with you and then you do one side by side oh, with I had a side by side as well yes. okay she'll show you the one with me with hair okay um, yeah that that was her that was her the other day yeah yeah that, <laughs> that was me and I don't know if you can see that yes I can see it that's wow that is beautiful that's love yeah, that's, that's my love. Best that's what's up. That's that's sisterhood. You oh, know, yeah. that's family. And I'm always talking about that. You know, so hopefully, you know, her treatments will go well and she'll be able yeah. to come out and visit y'all. Yeah. Um, that'll that's be nice because she, she can she can just woosah on the beach. Yes, that's know? what we're working so, on. <laughs> um, say her name so we can pray for her. Lori know, Hernandez. Lori Hernandez. So everybody yeah. out there. Pray that Lori has the best doctors, the most successful treatment, and that she comes through with flying colors. And uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to write her name down too. Thank so you. thank you so much for, thank you for being her friend. <laughs> All right. So as we part, you know, give us some last words or 
you know, whatever you want to share with us before we go. I would say to anybody that's coming or living abroad to slow it down. Not no one is as fast as the U.S., I don't think. Slow it down. Be patient. Um, enjoy everything, the sights, what you taste, what you hear. See everything as much as you can. Just enjoy and leave that mess over there in the States. Yes, Don't bring yes, it please. here. Don't bring it here. Girl, listen, you better, you better, you better say that, you know, yeah. and that is, that is the truth, y'all. And I appreciate yeah. you saying that, you know, I have a situation, you know, right now with the member who is just like crying racism, racism, racism. And at the end of the day, I know that's our experience. Okay, I do. That is our experience. That is our default. And a lot of times we're correct in that mm -hmm. assumption. But yeah. when you're here, you got to give it another thought. You know, yes. you got to just, you got to slow down and you got to say, okay, is this that or is it something else? And Panama yeah. is not perfect. It may be that. It may be that, you know, person that don't appreciate the fact that you're a gay couple might be that that they don't appreciate that we're black, you know, but then it might not be. And just don't bring the expectation right. and the energy and the expectation for that. You know, yeah. that's what I say. So, you know, thank you very much for sharing that because it's very important. So I'm in trouble again because I am like way over my time. See there? And look, and Dia, I mean, girl, I am proud of you. You just <laughs> chatted it up with me today. <laughs> Y'all and, uh -huh. and I can't wait to um meet y'all. And I think that I'm just putting y'all out there. I think y'all are just an absolute amazing, awesome couple to head up our LGBTQ um groups because I mean clearly you're 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 very good friends and um and you love each other deeply and it just shows y'all just smiling and i i love it i love i love love you hear what i'm saying yes I'm, you too thank love, you love and i'm glad that y'all are living your life peacefully and i'm not gonna leave y'all alone so i will see you soon but thank right. you for being with us okay all right thank, thank you, you. all right bye-bye bye-bye and there you have it, where they just like the the nicest couple. Um, they, you know, I'm just meeting them and um, I enjoy talking with them so much. And, you know, the, the thing about it is on the radio show, we do these radio shows and we record them for video, you know, for video purposes as well. But you can't see, you cannot see these two people, you know, and the energy that they have and obvious love and like that they have for one another. I think it's just so important to have that like part. You know, they they genuinely like each other. And I like how they kind of bring out the best in each other. Um, and like, you know, LaShawn is more adventurous because of Dia and Dia is more outgoing and a little more, you know, comfortable sharing because of LaShawn. And um, I just love it. You know, I just, I just love it. I love talking to them. I hope that they were an encouragement for somebody. Um, I think it's interesting that they have not really connected with a lot of other people in the LGBTQ um, community. And we need to change that because I know that people are here. So absolutely, if you're listening to this, 
um, broadcast, you know, holler at me. Let me know if you're here. And we are looking for um, someone or a couple to head up our LGBTQ um, group. So we make sure that we keep people connected. The thing about BEEP, you know, is that we connect people, period. We connect people. It's wonderful for Black expats to come and connect. It's wonderful for Black expats to connect to people who are already here, you know, Native Panamanians and locals. And then it is also great to connect in our, our smaller subsets as well, right? So um, it's just a good thing. And, um, you know, holler at your girl if you need more information. And in honor of them, because I'm starting to ask my guests, like, what is your favorite you know, give me some of your favorite songs from the 70s or the 80s. And in this case, it is Staple Singers, I'll Take You There. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Dia gave me that one. And so we're going to, in honor of Dia and LaShawn, we're going to leave y'all with the Staple Singers, I'll Take You There. Mavis, oh, man, they, they, this, this, this definitely is a classic. Don't, you know, when they start out with that guitar, oh, my goodness. Um, so I'd like to give a shout out to my main man, Daryl Spears, Elite Conversation Podcast Media, and, um, hope that you guys follow us everywhere on Black Expats, um, in Panama. And also, you know, we started our Black Expats in Panama YouTube channel a little bit late. And so catching up to the Locks Forever channel, which is where we started initially putting videos. So if you haven't been over to YouTube, um, please go over to, to YouTube, check out some of the videos, like, comment, share, and most importantly, subscribe. Subscribe to uh, our YouTube channel. We're always bringing you good, um, meaningful information and, you know, foolishness for me, of course. And um, also, please check out our new um, platform, Black Expats in Panama community platform at blackexpatspanama.com. Um, join us to support what we're doing and also to receive some dope benefits and perks that we will just continue to add and add as we build and enhance the um, the platform. Make sure that if you're a business, you know, you contact us or just see the what we're offering as far as business perks and for listing your business. And then also, you know, just having direct access to people who are interested in Panama. It's not like a, a crapshoot. You know, we have a very focused um, audience and I think it'll be a good thing. So with that said, I love you, I love you, I love you. And there is just absolutely nothing you can do about it, okay? So peace and love, y'all. This is Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Glassboro, New Jersey, right here. Blacksit Radio. Ta-ta.